This is Golf with Jay Delsing. A two-time All-American at UCLA. A participant in nearly 700 PGA Tour events. Seven professional wins to his credit. Over 30 years of professional golf experience. A member of the St. Louis Sports Hall of Fame. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. Golf with Jay Delsing. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. That's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Our guest coming up will be in studio, Nick Ragone, the Executive VP and Chief Marketing and Communications Officer for Ascension. First and foremost, Jay, great to see you. Good morning, Danny. It's great to be with you and to have Nick. I can't wait to ask Nick. Everybody gets to go to these events, and you and I are included. We go to so many events. We love golfing. Watch these structures built, the merch. You know, we go over and buy a bunch of shirts and hats and stuff, and it's going to be fun to talk to him a little bit about how the hell does this thing get all put together? So that's Nick Ragone coming up. You'll be participating again in the Ascension Charity Classic. It is U.S. Open week. They'll wrap it up today. But I want to go back to last week. An amazing win for a Canadian, Nick Taylor. Good pace. Way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot! Oh, my goodness! Glorious and free. Four-hole playoff. He beats Tommy Fleetwood. Great call by Jim Nance, and what a putt. And the tackle. Yeah. How about the tackle of Adam Hadwig? That was the best. Only in Canadian style. It was perfect. It was the first Canadian, Danny, in how many years? 60-some-odd years yes. to win the Canadian Open. What a thrill for Nick Taylor and, and the entire country of Canada. Danny, great golf fans. Golf starved. I mean, when we were doing the um, the Fox, and I was part of that team, Brooks Henderson, who is kind of Canadian uh, favorite daughter, so to speak, I was talking to her, and she did to try to explain to her how beloved she was throughout the country, and she's looking at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like, they've been dying to have somebody to cheer for on any tour for the last 30 or 40 years. And then it leads me to the importance of an American trying to win the U.S. Open. Yeah, oh, man. Well, I mean, think about how Nick Taylor's feeling right now. Danny, that was not the Ontario Open or the BC Open, Oakville Open. That was the Canadian Open won by a Canadian. So now you're looking at which American can win the U.S. Open. You know, John Rahm's a Spaniard. He's won the U.S. Open. It's a big win. Not the same. It's going to be spectacular. I've had the opportunity to play L.A. Country Club, oh my gosh, 30, 40 times. And it is spectacular. It ends today on Father's Day, which is super, super special. I do still get a little sad, though, Danny. It's the third. You know, there's only one more major after this. It just seems wrong still. It, it really does. Normally, the PGA is in August, as we saw at Bell Reeve a few years ago. But you're right. It, it does seem different. So the importance of winning the U.S. Open, a couple of Americans that we have had on our show. Go back and listen to our podcast. It's great. One of those guys, Andy North, and he talked about how special it was. Yeah, it was. I from the time you were a junior player, the USGA Junior was the most important tournament. Then as an amateur, the USAM was the most important tournament. I I always embraced USGA golf. I loved what they were trying to ask uh, out of a player. And to be your national champion is, you know, 
extra special. Andy, I don't think there was a day that went by when I was a little kid on this really lousy Muni golf course that I grew up with with my mom's clubs that I didn't have a putt to win the U.S. Open. It was always I wanted to be the best player in the U.S. Yeah, I think I, I can remember as a kid the same sort of deal that you'd be sitting in the putting green waiting for you know a ride home at night you're hitting five footers and this is when the u.s opened to beat arnold this is when the u.s opened to beat jack you know those are the kind of things that we all strive for and that was the tournament we all knew about because it was your national championship so not only andy north we also had curtis strange both guys two-time u.s open winners it's special because it's our national championship and and that's first and foremost uh it's the biggest tournament that i or jay could win i think any any of these elevated events with top the top 50 players in the world is would be pretty special uh because you are beating the best in the world whenever you win a tournament and it's and it's a good field there's a little bit on the play rod home there's a little bit of extra satisfaction there at first beer goes down a little bit smoother Versus, you know, they're all special. The tour is so good, and and so many talented guys are all special. But to win the U.S. Open, being anybody can qualify, it's nice being open, but uh, it's special because it's our national championship, and it is one of the best fields. Pretty amazing to hear their comments and just how special it is to win the U.S. Open. I know as a kid, that's something you dreamed about too. Oh, absolutely, Danny. We're talking about, you know, sitting around making those putts to win the Open and, and to run that dream through your mind and to have those guys, it's it's a, it's a war, Danny. The U.S. Open is so difficult and so penal. And L.A. Country Club, how about the a par three over 300 yards long and then one's going to be under 100 yards long? It is going to have a wide variety of golf. The, the other thing that I don't think a lot of people are aware of is the weather's kind of weird in Southern California in June. You get that marine layer, you get a little bit more wind than, than you typically do. It's a beautiful venue for a U.S. Open. On the range, presented by the Gateway Section of the PGA Family Golf and Learning Center, located in Kirkwood, and we're always giving away golf balls, too. Absolutely. Send me an email, j at jdelsingolf.com. Put the word balls in the subject somewhere. We're giving away compliments of Jeff Thornhill and Taylor made a dozen TP5 golf balls every week. The emails keep coming in. I draw these names out of the hat, and uh, it's uh, we really appreciate Jeff and, and Taylor Maid's um, support. And yeah, these golf balls are great. We were, we were whacking them around just the other day it was really good except mine was going left right not in the hole yours were going straight and long so uh, it's a great golf ball but it just doesn't seem to work for me and matter of fact no golf ball seems to work for me i think thorny must have given you the ones that go <laughs> left and right i got the straight shooting ones but anyway it's a, if folks if you haven't hit the tailor-made ball get it it's really good do you think the u.s open is set up too tough i mean we hear it from these great players are the best in the world and it seems like every year some guy says you know what it's just too tough, even for the best in the world. Danny, it is. It is it's a differentiator. It used to completely piss my dad off when he goes, he'd watch me play the Open and watch these scores 25, 30 over par, and he goes, son, I think they're just trying to embarrass you. And I said, well, dad, they're trying to differentiate We've got 42 events or 46 events, however many we had on the schedule at the time, and they're trying to do something different, Dad, and make every single shot count. He goes, the game's too hard. You don't need to do that. I was talking to Adam Long this week about all this kerfuffle with 
the live golf and you know we're going to talk be talking about this Danny for months and months and he didn't make the qualifier of the U.S. Open, he goes, you know, I wasn't mad. He goes, uh, I'll be home at Father's Day. I got my family. He goes, and sometimes that Open just beats you up too much. And I said, yeah, it was always kind of a mixed sword. You know, be like, I want to play in the U.S. Open, but if I didn't get in, eh, it wasn't the worst thing either. Nick Ragone is coming up. He'll be our guest, and he'll be in studio. Let's tip our cap, and I'll stay on the theme of the Ascension Charity Classic. How about Norwood Hills Country Club? Absolutely, Danny. Thank you. The tip of, cap, the, tip of the cap is brought to you by the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood and our buddy Colin burnt 314-966-0303 folks any sort of vehicle trucks cars vans whatever you need colin is fantastic and i could personally introduce you to him if you like we are tipping our cap to norwood hills the membership in norwood hills for taking on the ascension charity classic mike nola superintendent guys in my opinion, Mike Knowles, a top five superintendent in the entire country. He, that If you get an opportunity to play either course, east or west, it is immaculate. Danny, we've had the opportunity the last few weeks to be prepping out there and to be playing, and we both marvel. Every, every day, there's not a time that goes by that we don't talk about the greens or be look at some of the things that he's doing. They've removed some trees you and I were mentioning the other day. It's just beautiful. So your preparation for the Ascension Charity Classic, we'll get to that in our final segment. But coming up, we'll visit with Nick Ragone, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. That was On the Range with Jay Delsing. For news on the latest golf equipment, tips, and to ask Jay a question, log on to jdelsinggolf.com. Coming up, it's the Front Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. Darty Business Solutions, the title sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing show, is a leader in our community in so many areas. Do they have over 2,500 teammates in over 30 states? and three countries? Yes, they do. Are they the largest IT consulting firm in our area? Yes, they are. Are they the largest software developer in the St. Louis region? Of course they are. But here are a few other important things to know about Doherty Business Solutions. They are the presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. They are the presenting sponsor and were the first presenting sponsor of the Advocate Professional Golfers event at Glen Echo that will be held there this year as well. They are also the founders of Access Point. This is a community game changer. It builds diversity in the IT workforce. Hundreds of mostly African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 a year jobs right out of high school. That's right, right out of high school. Ron Darty, company founder, chaired the 2023 Heart Ball this year. It supported the local American Heart Association chapters and raised over $600,000 in one evening. These are more examples of the many things that Darty Business Solutions does in our community. The Legends of Golf return to St. Louis in 2023. You won't want to miss one of the strongest fields in golf. Ernie Els, Steve Stricker, Bernard Longer, John Daly, and many more when they compete for the 2023 Ascension Charity Classic title, September 5th through the 10th at historic Norwood Hills Country Club. All proceeds benefit area charities. Together, we were able to donate over $1 million to those most in need last year. Visit ascensioncharityclassic.com. The official vehicle provider of the Golf with Jay Delsing show is the Dean Team. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. They provide me, Pearlie, and our families with all of our cars. The reason we went with the Dean Team is because we could trust them. We knew at the Dean Team they were going to take care of us, and they have. 
They made the entire car buying experience so simple. It was more than just simply selling us a vehicle. The Dean team made our car buying experience seamless and enjoyable throughout that entire process. The Dean team has the complete car buying steps done before you head into their showroom. They're ready to answer all your questions and set your mind at ease when buying a vehicle. At the Dean team, they offer new, pre-owned, and all the services included with your Dean team purchase. When you're with the Dean team, they become lifelong friends. The Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood, located at Manchester Road in Kirkwood. The Dean Team. I want to thank the Gateway section of the PGA again for supporting the Golf with Jay Delsing show. This is their third year of support. Over 300 men and women in our area supporting golf and making our golf experiences so much better. Through PGA Reach, PGA Hope, the Junior League, and the list goes on and on. These are just examples of programs and charitable aspects, different opportunities that our section supports and enhances in our community. Whether it's a driving range somewhere, your country club, or whatever it is, and it has to do with golf, our section and their members will have their hands in it and involved in it. Our professionals are there making the game better for everyone. We want to thank the Gateway section of St. Louis. is the front nine on golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is presented by the Ascension Charity Classic, September 5th through the 10th at Norwood Hills Country Club. Find out more at ascensioncharityclassic.com. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and we're presented by Darty Business Solutions. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing. This is the front nine, and our guest in studio is the driving force behind the Ascension Charity Classic here in St. Louis, and that's the Executive VP and Chief Marketing and Communications Officer for Ascension, Nick Ragone. Hey, Nick, thanks for coming in. Great to be with you. Always good to see you, too. Let's start with this. How does it happen? How do you get, whether it's a PGA Tour event, a Champions Tour event, how does this happen? Starts with vision, you know, three years ago, and Jay was there. Actually, the both of you were there at our press conference, October 8th, 2019. The vision was, after the PGA at Belle Reve was so successful, at Ascension, I was in charge of rebranding our whole system. It's a national hospital system. And we wanted to have a live signature event. Sports is great for that. The PGA Tour is really great for that. Their business models to give back, our business models to give back. We had had a relationship with the tour in a few markets as secondary sponsors. And after seeing the PGA at Belle Reve here in St. Louis and understanding how committed St. Louis is to live golf, we felt like what better way to give back than to create a Champions Tour event, which is a wonderful property, put it in North St. Louis County, underserved area, make sure all proceeds stay in the area, go to charities like the Urban League and Boys and Girls Club, and then put on a marquee event at a great course, in this case, Norwood. And all the elements came together. And uh, at that press conference, I said, within five years, I was hoping the Charity Classic would be an elite event. Well, in year two, we're already the most charitable event on PGA Tour champion schedule. And that, to me, is the ultimate barometer of success. And I couldn't be more pleased. Nick, it's, it's you know, I, I love the way you said it, but there's so much more that goes to goes in with it. And, uh, and watching great events be created because they're, they're, they just don't happen. 
Ascension is the is the driving force behind it. Obviously, the community and, and has responded, but having you guys full force, full weight of of who and what Ascension is from a, a community steward is probably the most important part. Yeah, to put on a, a, a sporting event, you need to have support of the community, the business community, and we're fortunate. Uh, we have great partners, including Worldwide Technologies. Uh, there's so many great corporate citizens in St. Louis and in the area that we were able to give back a quarter of a million dollars to charity in year one without playing. As you remember, we had to cancel because of COVID. And we kept our commitment to the Boys and Girls Club, Mary Grove, and the Urban League because we felt it was that important to set a precedent. And it's the only time that's ever been done in the history of tour that an event is given back a quarter million dollars before a single shot's been hit. And so that was a, that portended good things. And the second year, we gave back 800000 Last year, we gave back $1.3 This year, we'll exceed that. And everybody always asks me, what, what's the number you look at during the week? Ticket sales or attendance, strength of field? I look at all that, but ultimately, the number that I care about the most is the dollar figure to charity, and that number needs to go up every year, and that's what I'm most pleased about. It's pretty amazing, too, when you think about the game of golf, PGA Tour, Champions Tour, as compared to the major professional sports, I don't think it gets enough credit of just how charitable, and you've seen this firsthand, just how charitable golf has been week in and week out. You know, last summer and even this year, we've talked a lot about growing the game of golf. It's been a conversation that's been going on in golf and outside of golf. And having an event like this, you understand up close, what grows the game of golf is community engagement. It's not just seeing the elite pros on TV playing for a lot of money. That's actually the easy part. The more important part is bringing a live event, having the community rally around it, raising money to support and do good for charities, and then growing that and making it more diverse and inclusive. You know, one of the things we did last year is we added a second event, the APGA Classic, which is the Advocates Professional Golf Association, a wonderful tour. It's been around for 10 years. It's really it's committed to making golf more diverse and inclusive at the elite ranks. And now it has a partnership with the PGA Tour. It's actually, over time, I think it'll become a feeder for the Corn Ferry Tour. But the point is, to grow the game of golf, you need community engagement and you need to give back. And that's that's kind of the core of it. And I think the PGA Tour and the PGA Tour Champions business model is the best in professional sports because it allows you to put on great sport, great entertainment, but it allows you to engage companies in a much deeper, more meaningful way because they understand the dollars that they use for pro-ams or hospitality, ticket sales, sponsorships, really goes back to supporting charities they already care about and support in the community. And for us to do it in an area of the St. Louis that, that is underserved and underinvested makes it even more special. Nick, um, tell us a little bit about a little more about Ascension and who you guys are, because um, you guys have kind of quietly been headquartered in St. Louis for for quite a while. And then I've traveled most of my life and I'll see your hospitals here and there. But but I don't I mean, for the lack of having, I I guess, a, a said hospital here in the community, you guys, you know, are are so are so visual now for everyone. Yeah, we're we're headquartered in St. Louis. We operate in 20 states. We're the second largest hospital company in the country. We have 150 hospitals in 20 states. And we have 1,500 associates here. We're, we don't have a hospital here. And so for us, it's even more important to give back in a different way. We can't give back through care sites, right, like some of the great hospital systems that are based here. But we can give back through this event and through giving to charity and making sure that we're doing our part to be a part of the the DNA, the fabric of of the St. Louis community being a great corporate citizen. And, you know, I'm really proud that the Ascension brand means something in our communities. It means 
uh, serving the underserved. It means uh, giving compassionate, personalized care to people who need it the most, who are vulnerable. And uh, if you're in Tennessee, if you're in Texas, if you're in Florida, you're in Indiana, Milwaukee, Detroit, one of our states, and you see that Ascension Trinity symbol, you know it stands for something. It stands for personalized, compassionate care, caring for your whole person, body, mind, and spirit. And, and that we're headquartered here. We want people to know we're proud to be in St. Louis. How did you figure out what charities you wanted to give back to here in St. Louis? How did that happen? You know, we thought about if the event was going to be in North St. Louis County, and I told the PGA Tour it had to be at Norwood. Uh, they were interested in maybe other courses. I said, no, it had to be there. And the, the charities had to be, you know, charities that served North St. Louis County. And so it became very obvious to me, Mary Grove, which is near and dear to my heart, uh, it is a wonderful charity that serves um, children, teens that have been abused and hurt. Uh, the Urban League, which is one of the great institutions in St. Louis, uh, Michael McMillan's done an amazing job, and Urban League nationally has done great work everywhere. And then the Boys and Girls Club, again, another great institution in St. Louis and nationally. All three of those charities are committed to serving North St. Louis County. They're also all committed to serving uh, youth primarily. And uh, during COVID, all three of them really did amazing work. I mean, when people were at their most vulnerable, the Urban League was giving out supplies every week. The Boys and Girls Club was creating safe spaces for kids. Mary Grove was taking care of people that had nowhere else to turn. And so I'm more proud of those three charities and what we're able to do. The dollars that we raised for them, and I've told you this, Jay, it's not an abstraction. It's not a talking point for me. These are actually helping real people every day in our community. And that makes a difference. You know, Nick, it's interesting. Um, when you look at golf, and, and you we talked about the smashing success that the PGA Championship had in 2018, the 100th anniversary, there's there's not an, um, you know, many of these kids that we're helping and trying to um, um, touch through, through, the, through the charitable race don't know anything about golf. And if just one of these young men or young ladies, you know, take to the game and kind of understand that there's a different way, you know, and give them a different option. It's all worth it. Yeah. Well, you know, PGA at Bell Reed was an amazing event for them. I think it was the most successful by fan attendance PGA in history. And PGA Reach is another wonderful charity. There's two great youth golf charities, First Tee and PGA Reach. And both really try to do that. They're trying to make the game more diverse and inclusive at the, at the junior level so that uh, you know, most of those kids aren't going to grow up to be pros, but they're going to see that this is this is an opportunity for me, whether uh, I want to become a, a successful business person, golf is an important vehicle. If I want to broaden my horizons, my aperture, and understand, you know, things beyond my immediate community, again, PGA Reach and First Tee do an amazing job with that. And they're both beneficiaries, as you know, of our event as well. We do our, our license challenge on Saturday. Uh, we had Jack and Tom the first year, which, how you know, no better way to inaugurate a tournament than Jack and Tom. Last year, we had Nancy Lopez and Hale Irwin, and and the beneficiaries are First Tee and PGA Reach, and I think it's really important to make sure that at the youngest levels, we're trying to make golf more diverse, more inclusive. You mentioned diversity with the APGA, and I'm curious, uh, what was their response to what you gave to them and then the community of St. Louis kind of stepping up and saying, hey, this is a cool event. We want to be a part of it, too. They've absolutely loved it. Ken Bentley, the commissioner, has become a good friend. He's an extraordinary person. And we had a press conference two years ago to announce at Eklan Echo uh, in February on a Friday. It was cold and snowy, actually. And we had about 200 people at the press conference, including all the local media, all the TV, the Business Journal, the Post-Dispatch. And we did a round of media. And Ken Bentley, I overheard him talking to somebody at the Post-Dispatch. 
And the, the person asked Ken and said, hey, do you do these press conferences every time you announce a tournament? And he goes, in 13 years, it's the first one we've ever done. <laughs> wow. Which I think is pretty cool. And so they love it. It's a marquee event on the APGA schedule. You know, Farmers has stepped up big time. Oracle stepped up big time with the APGA. Ascension has. And uh, and the PGA Tour is now stepping up. Kenyatta Ramsey, who heads their diversity initiative earlier this year, announced that they're going to start looking at more of a formal relationship with the APGA so that the players on the APGA are going to get access to Corn Ferry events and even PGA Tour events. You know, one of the cool things is, and Worldwide's a partner of ours, Worldwide Technology, is they have a PGA Tour event. The winner of our APGA event gets a sponsor's exemption into their event, which I think is really cool and speaks volume of the amazing corporate citizen that Worldwide is and their commitment to diversity. And I think players on the APGA Tour need more opportunity to get onto the Corn Ferry Tour and the PGA Tour. Nick, one of the things that I noticed that when Ascension jumped in on the APGA, it set almost a chain reaction into motion with some other big name um, uh, corporations, as you mentioned. And so the, the this tour is now playing for so much more money and getting more attention. And it's really, it started here in St. Louis and, and, and with, with our involvement. Yeah, I think we've had a big part of that. If you look at the APGA, they play at Torrey Pines, U.S. Open course. They play at Valhalla, PGA Championship course. They played at Baltistrol, another U.S. Open and PGA Championship course. They're playing at amazing courses. They're pay- playing many more events, bigger purses. And I think the more they do that, you know, as, as Tiger would say, the more reps they get in and playing in those big events and big fields with bigger purses, the more comfortable they'll get. And that, you know, the goal is for them to get status onto Corn Ferry and then from Corn Ferry to PGA Tour. It needs to be a developmental tour for Corn Ferry and then for the PGA Tour. And I think we're going to see that, you know, Tiger's been amazing for the game of golf, but if you look at it, the professional ranks over the last 25 years or 30 years since he's been on the scene, there's actually fewer African-American players on tour than there were in the 70s and 80s when you were playing. Or in the, Well, that's you know, interesting. Yeah, I that mean, you had really guys like Lee Elder and Jim Dent and Calvin Pete. Uh, you had, uh, you know, because there was more caddy programs. There was more ways to come up. There's fewer caddy programs today. So the APGA needs to be more of a developmental tour, and we need to see more players at the elite ranks. So, Nick, this is what I really wanted to talk to you about. Um, You got to spend a little bit of time with Tiger and a little bit of time with Rory. And tell us a little bit about this Tiger Woods story. I mean, not very many people that are uh, in the planet get to go to a cocktail party where Tiger and Rory show up. But you had an interesting conversation about Tiger and turning 50. We did. Uh, Back in November, the PJ Tour has its tour partners meeting every year. And it's a small gathering of a few of the sponsors. And, and so we went down there. I went down there this year and uh, Jay Monahan jokingly said that, you know, we were waiting on dinner for a couple of guests. And I look over and I see Tiger and Rory walking in and I happened to be at the front of the door. And so I instinctively shook, uh, stuck out my hand, Tiger shook it. And we had about a seven minute Shockingly conversation. that you would do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was very shy. Jay said, do you want to make an introduction? As he was saying that I was walking towards Tiger. Uh, I didn't really need one. Uh, and he, first of all, he, he, couldn't have been more gracious uh in person just ripped his just muscles are ripped uh and we had about a five or six minute conversation and he knew he 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 saw my shirt uh, that said charity classic is that your event i said yep because where st louis he said uh he asked me where it was played i said at norwood hills he said 2018 at bell reeve was the single best experience he ever had in a professional event he said i love playing in st louis then here's what's amazing he said to me what time of year is your event i said 
uh, second week of September, right after Labor Day. He goes, oh, that's wonderful. And I said, why? He goes, my allergies won't be a problem then. They're really bad in August. And I'm thinking, who thinks like that? Yeah. yeah. And so jokingly, I said, well, you know, I'll have your cart ready in three years. And he immediately said, 2.2 years. He knew exactly <laughs> when. And he goes, absolutely have my cart ready. And so I was giggling and I said, oh, I got a commitment from Tiger. About 30 minutes later during dinner, apropos nothing, in front of this crowd, in front of Rory and Jay, he said, he looked around and goes, where's my friend in St. Louis? And he pointed at me, he goes, I said, have my cart ready, have my cart ready. And so at that point I stood up and I said in front of everybody witnessing it, <laughs> I'm looking at Rory and Jay Monahan. I'm like, all right, Tiger is committing. Yeah. And if you've seen since then, this was in November, multiple times at his press conference at the Hero, at the Genesis press conference, he mentioned twice. And then at the Masters on Monday at his presser, he said, I can't wait to get in a buggy and play with Freddie. Three times he has said now, so I know he had surgery uh, to fuse his his right ankle for arthritis. I think I'm sure he is going to play a fairly regular schedule on the Champions Tour. He could still hit it. If you saw him at the Masters, he still gets ball speed up to 180. He just can't walk. So put him in a cart. He's going to want to be competitive. I don't know how much more golf he's going to play on the big tour. He might not. We might have seen the last of him. I'm not sure he could walk anymore. But I'm convinced he'll be out there, and I'm convinced he'll be playing in the Charity Classic. What would that look like here? I mean, we'd have to. You could start doing the security now. We would have more people at Norwood Hills than I mean, maybe have ever been there. Uh, I mean, at it any already feels time. like a tour event. It would feel like a major. I mean, if Tiger showed up. I, I can't imagine the atmosphere, but it would be it would feel more like not just a regular PGA Tour event. It all already feels like that. The build out is bigger than most tour events. It would feel like a major. I mean, he you know as Roger Malpe famously said, he doesn't move the needle. He is the needle, and I think there's going to be a lot of curiosity when he comes out because uh, we we won't have seen him much in the next. I don't think we're going to see him a lot playing. You know, maybe the father son, and that's about it. I think he's really going to gear himself up for playing the Champions Tour. And by the way, you know this. You played against him. Still the most competitive guy on the planet. When he gets out there, it's not to be a ceremonial golfer. Like, you put him in a cart, he he's going to want to step on your throat. He's going to want to win. I bet you Freddie hangs around and plays a couple more years just so that they, you know, they're famously good friends. He's friends with a lot of those guys. And the other thing is he remembers beating them all in his heyday, the Duvalls and the Leonards. Uh, he's going to want to beat them again. And so... I really think it's going to be, you know, when Arnold and Jack came out on the Champions Tour, it kind of took it to the next level. I think Tiger will do the same thing. Jay knows this better than anybody of what he did to change the purses and the elevation of what golf is to the average sports fan. What do you think he would do for a Champions Tour in terms of raising awareness, which you kind of touched upon, but also the money? The money would be a difference maker, too, if he arrives on the Champions Tour. You know, it'd be the Tiger effect part, too. I mean, he did that on the big tour. I think, you know, the, the purses have increased probably tenfold now with the elevated events. It'll have the same impact. I mean, it'll, it'll, be, um, it'll be transformative. The, the more sponsors are going to want to get in. Uh, it's going to raise fees for everybody. You're going to sell more pro-ams. I mean, imagine the pro-ams, how quickly they're going to sell out, just a chance to play with Tiger, more hospitality. And those guys on the Champions Tour, it's the best mulligan in life. There's no cut, you're guaranteed check. Now imagine Tiger comes out there, and within two, three years, the purse is double. You think those guys are going to be grateful, Jay? Oh, I mean, they'll be lining up right now. They'll be taking, be grateful. They'll be taking better care of themselves <laughs> than they ever have in their life, Nick, to try to, you know, uh, make sure that they stay upright until they're 50, 55. But that effect, watching what happened on the PGA Tour as it kind of unfolded in front of our eyes was something. But this Champions Tour, 
man, that would that would light up some of the, some some of this. Uh, I really events. think the Champions Tour is the best product in professional sports when it comes to, first of all, the quality of the golf is amazing, but more importantly, they get it. Like you've been in many pro ams, Jay. I mean, these guys get it. They understand that the tournament success depends on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You know, uh, the pro ams, entertaining sponsors, making it a good environment so that. Uh, companies want to come out there and support the event. And then their work is done on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But for the the level of engagement you get from the players, the ability to sell it into the community, the ability to raise money at their price point, there's not a better product in all of professional sports than PGA Tour champions. Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic is our guest. Nick, if you could hold tight, we'd appreciate it. When we come back, I want to get into what the event is like and specifically how open it is, and what it's like for fans. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. That was The Front Nine, presented by the Ascension Charity Classic. Coming up, it's The Back Nine and more of golf with Jay Delsing. Powers Insurance and Risk Management combines 200 years of experience and cutting-edge products to deliver exceptional service, value, and clarity to their clients. Powers Insurance will deliver the highest quality property and casual insurance programs and strategic planning consultation services in the industry. Insurance can be overwhelming and confusing. It can be tough to understand. Powers Insurance simplifies it for you and your business. Powers Insurance and Risk Management will partner with you by providing ongoing assistance, consultation, and service that will help you control your insurance expenses and your workplace safety. Find out how Powers Insurance can help you. Visit powersinsurance.com. That's powersinsurance.com. For the best in Italian cuisine in St. Louis, look no further than Paul Mano's, located in Chesterfield. It's traditional Italian cooking, and their best ingredient, it's their tradition. It's cooking like Paul's grandmother used to make and like his mother still prepares today. There are no corners cut at Paul Mano's. From greeting you at the door to the pasta you'll share with your family, Paul Mano's is committed to bringing you their very best anytime you share a meal at their place. It's Paul Mano's located in Chesterfield. This is Jay Delsing. Did you know that Marcone is the largest authorized appliance parts distributor in the world? That's right, the largest in the world. Did you know that Marcone is based right here in our backyard of St. Louis, Missouri? Well, that's pretty impressive. What's more impressive is the way that they give back to the St. Louis community and our region. CEO Jim Sowers has donated service dogs to the wounded servicemen and women of our armed forces. Suites at St. Louis Blues Games have been donated and auctioned off in which all proceeds were given to the backstoppers. Then there was the Marcone Police and Firefighters Viewing Deck at the Ascension Charity Classic this past year. It was a huge success. So much so that it's being implemented on other tour stops around on the PGA Tour. To Jim Sowers and his incredible team at Marcone, we want to say thank you. Thank you, Marcone, a proud sponsor of the Golf with Jay Delsing Show. 
Family Golf and Learning Center. No matter your age or skill level, Family Golf and Learning Center, located in Kirkwood, has something for you. They've got it all. PGA and LPGA instruction, double-decker driving range, par-3 golf course, trackman simulators, a large short-game green design to help you with all your shots around the green, bunkers, rough, and Zoysia fairway pitching. And now open the Tahoma Bermuda Grass Tees, the best turf to hit from in St. Louis. It's all at Family Golf and Learning Center. To schedule a lesson or to find out more, visit FamilyGolfOnline.com. That's FamilyGolfOnline.com. Family Golf and Learning Center. We make St. Louis better at golf. This is the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is presented by Pro-Am Golf, located in Brentwood. See what Pro-Am Golf can do for you. Golf with Jay Delsing. We're presented by Darty Business Solutions. I'm Dan McLaughlin. That's Jay Delsing. And our guest is Nick Ragone. And he has been the driving force behind the Ascension Charity Classic. And that's the Executive VP and Chief Marketing and Communications Officer from Ascension. We are presented by Doherty Business Solutions. All right, Nick, were you surprised how the guys can still hit it? And, and what surprised you maybe the most about the Champions Tour? You know, not really. I've been up close. I think what surprised me the most is, frankly, in the Pro-Am, how some of the guys who are legendary grinders, I'm thinking of VJ Singh, I'm thinking of Bernhard, who's one of the all-time greats. These guys were legendary grinders. On the on their their days during the big tour, they, you know, they kept their blinders on. You know this. You competed against both. They kept their blinders on. They won. They were great. Uh, nobody ever said they were probably the best Pro-Am partner in history. I, I can't tell you how many people in the last three years have come up and made a point of saying to me, I played with VJ. He couldn't have been more charming. I played with Bernhard. He was giving me playing tips the whole time. Uh, talking about other Duvall. And I, I played with Duvall last year. This was not the David Duvall of 1998. I mean, this guy was giving playing lessons to all my partners. He was chatting. Uh, he was asking for dinner reservations that night. <laughs> and you get to know these guys in a totally different way. They're still trying to win. And you see Podrig still competing on the big tour. Stuart Sink's coming out. He'll compete on the big tour. Bernard still makes the cut. Freddie still makes the cut at the Masters. They could still play at an elite level. The level of golf is extraordinary. Steve Stricker, guy's extraordinary. But the thing that you don't realize until you see him up close is how relaxed they are and how much they get that it's about creating a uh, a great environment for the spectators, for the sponsors, for the pro-am partners. And that's why it's the ultimate mulligan in life, Jay, because they get that part. And it's like a, a some type of switch flips when they get out there. And to have people come up to me and say, like, I, you know, I want to get paired with VJ. He was so much fun to be with. I'm sure that's not something you heard 25 years ago. No, that's shocking still today. How do you get a field, Nick? Uh, simply put, how do you get the the top players that are potentially there to come to St. Louis or for any of these Champions Tour events? How do you get the best field you possibly can? I think it starts with putting on a great event. And we're lucky that Norwood is a classic, wonderful classic course, great condition. It's a great event. They like to know that they're playing in front of a large crowd. St. Louis provided that. Um, I think they want to see a compelling vision for the, the event. They love the idea. So many of them have reached out to me. Uh, Mark Kalkovecchia and Olin Brown and all these guys, uh, they love the idea that they're coming to North St. Louis County. It's it's not, you know, it's not uh, an area of the community where normally big events have been played. It's usually at St. Louis Country Club or Belle Reve or Old Warson. And they like that the money is staying in the community and helping charities. 
And then, and then ultimately, they, they want to have a great experience that week. And we really take care of the players, and we take care of the caddies, we take care of the players. Uh, and they, they love, Jay, you saw this, they love the build-out. I mean, you were in the field the first year, and again, uh, you'll be in the field this year. And coming down the back nine, when you see the whole back nine built out, as a player, you want to play there. No, there's no question. And one of the things that happens for that you just mentioned there is word of mouth from the players that that spreads like wildfire. When someone says, uh, I couldn't, like Steve Stricker couldn't make our, our, our first year because of the Ryder Cup was going on. And um, we had him on the show and he was like, I heard nothing but great things about this. And of course he played last year and was in, Nearly in the mix. Won. Yeah, yeah, in the mix. The and group. so that's, that's the biggest thing. And, and the second part, like you said, is when you get to tee it up and you feel like you're playing meaningful golf and the our back nine this year is going to almost be completely built out, which doesn't even happen on regular tour events um, very often. So it, that's a big deal to the players. You know, I, I've, I've been lucky to uh, – I've gotten to know some of the players. Paul Stankowski has become a good friend uh, and others. And, and they've said uh, – Billy Andre, Tom Lehman – they said that they really love feeling like they did on the big tour. Like they miss that. That's the one element of the Champions Tour. It's in a lot of smaller markets, and you just don't see that. And the few opportunities at the majors and the Charity Classic now, where you feel like you know you see fans. I mean, with Daly, they were seven, eight rows deep. I oh, mean, yeah. on Thursday the pro am with Daly, he had five thousand people following him. I remember having lunch with the commissioner the first year, and it was Thursday, and. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, hey, there's people showing up. I forgot that it was open to the public. I said, and Steve Spratt on our team said, yeah, we have about 5,000 people today. And and I, the commissioner said, yeah, that would be a Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Wow. You know, at a good event. Right. And I, I thought, welcome to St. Louis. You are, though, in, at that time, the second week in September after Labor Day, you're, you're kind of the only ticket in golf, right? I mean, you're the premier event. If you're a golf fan, you're watching that event. Yeah, the commissioners put us in a great spot on the schedule. I think it's one of two weeks a year. There's no opposite field event on the PJ Tour. Uh, there's no Corn Ferry event. Uh, there is a, a DP World Tour event. But as far as golf in the United States, and so we get eight hours of live coverage on the Golf Channel and then eight hours of tape delay. And that's a huge deal. That's the third year in a row we'll have that. And so we own the Golf Channel. We own professional golf that week, which makes it even more special. All eyes are on us. It's on Norwood. It's on the Central Charity Classic. It's on our field. Fans come out. They want to be a part of it. And it looks great on TV. The Golf Channel does an amazing job. And Norwood looks great. Uh, our Ascension Blue looks great against the Green in Norwood. The fans, the sounds, the roars, Jay. I mean, I, I, I would come home after a long day at 2 in the morning watch the replay. The roars, I, I, it's, you know, and it's funny. I watched the PGA Tour event the next week, I think the Fortnite first year, and it didn't sound as loud. It didn't look as crowded. I, I mean, you wouldn't have known which one was a PGA Tour event and which one was a Champions Tour event. They certainly, Fortnite didn't have the build-out we had on the back night. I can tell you that for sure. And, um, you know, it doesn't hurt as, um, as well, Nick, that our champions are major champions and from their from their PGA Tour career. It says a lot about the golf course, and that helps a lot as well. Yeah, if you look at the history of Norwood, the winners, you had Hogan winning in 48, which is amazing. You had uh, Gene Littler and Trevino winning in 72-73 at the St. Louis Classic. Then you had David Toms and Padraig Harrington. So f of those five winners, I believe four of them are Hall of Famers. I think Littler's in the Hall of Fame. And David Toms, who is a major winner and has won twice this year, so I take credit for his resurgence on the Champions <laughs> Tour. He's leading the Schwab Cup as of now. 
And so to have five guys who are known as great ball strikers, I mean, Hogan, probably the greatest ball striker of all time, according to Jack. Jack said the two greatest ball strikers of all time, Trevino and Hogan, both won at Norwood. Yeah. And that tells you everything you need to know. And then Harrington, who is a freak of nature, guy still hits it 320, has 180 mile per hour ball speed. Uh, and and David Tom's one of the great you played against him, one of the great ball strikers on tour. I mean, that if Norwood membership should be proud of that list of winners. They really are. And you know, Lee Trevino, we had him on the show, Danny, and Lee Trevino talked about Norwood and how great the you know, it, it's been updated since uh, the St. Louis Classic and how And he made that point unsolicited. I mean, he said, Boy, the members there should be really proud of how things have changed and the way it looks right now. Yeah, it's interesting. As Nick just said, they started with the clubhouse. Lee Trevino started with the clubhouse and and went to the golf course. And, you know, Nick, Nick one thing that I want to ask you before we let you go is Harrington and the Ryder Cup. What do you I, – I, I, like I said before, I know you're in the weeds on this stuff. What do you think would if you're – Luke Donald. You have to give him a look. You have to give him a look. Uh, first of all, the dynamics have changed with the Live Tour. You're not going to have the mainstays like Westwood and Poulter, Sergio, Martin Keimer. It's going to be a different event. It'll be interesting to see what happens with Brooks Kepka. Right? right now he's second on the points list. Uh, it, it would be hard not to have him if he qualifies. He's got to be on. He's got to be on, I think, if he qualifies. And even if he doesn't, I think you, you might have to pick him. And I think Harrington has to be in the mix. And I know he's going to probably play some big tour events. He'll play at the British Open, Podrig. And I think he's um, I think he's auditioning for a role, uh, not as a ceremonial role as a assistant captain, but to play on that team. It'll be interesting. You know, Liv has changed the dynamics of the Ryder Cup for sure. And the next three months, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. At the Ascension Charity Classic, as we wrap it up, give us the names that will be there. You, you mentioned some that have played in previous events, but some of the additional names that you're going to have here in 2023. Yeah, we'll have a stack field again. I suspect Steve Stricker will be back, uh, Bernard Longer, all, all the usuals. Uh, Justin Leonard played last year. He had a good event. And then we have Stuart Sink coming out. He's already committed. You know, he just played his first event, played very well at the uh, at the major, at the PGA Championship. And so we're excited about that. Noda Begay III, who, who people forget, you know, he's not just Tiger's best friend. He won four times on the tour. He competed probably your time, Jay, and probably beat you a bunch of times. Ooh, so as, 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 as did everyone. <laughs> yeah, that was uncalled for. Uh, but <laughs> So Noda will be coming out, uh, which is very exciting. And so... We'll have a great field. You know, I remember the Monday qualifier the last two years. If you looked at the roster of the Monday qualifier, Danny, it looked like a PGA Tour event. I mean, you had multiple major winners in there. You had guys that had won on the tour multiple times. And and they qualified last year at Norwood. Jay was one of them. Now, this year, I'm happy to say Jay won't be qualifying because he's in the field. Both, both Better Jay's watch out. He's playing well. I, that's what I hear. I hear he's got his body back in shape. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, the, the early line on Jay is you, you, he might make some noise. And then we have Jay Williamson also from St. Louis in the field. So we have our two local Jays and Jay Haas, our third local Jay. So if you want to be a professional golfer in this area, better be Jay. Jay. <laughs> <laughs> How about tickets? How are those going? And then uh, the best way to get your tickets or to be a sponsor? Ticket sales are going great. They're ahead of year one and two already. Go to ascensioncharityclassic.com. Uh, Pro-ams are going really quickly. We have three days, not two. And we have a few left, but if you want to play, if you want to do a bucket list thing and play inside the ropes with the best in the world, there's no better than the Champions Tour Pro-Am. Go to centralcharityclassic.com, get a Pro-Am. I, trust me, it's worth it. Hospitality, too. We have Club 314, our VIP passes. 
Uh, it's, you know, it is, it's going to be a wonderful event. You know, the one variable is weather and the first two years we've been blessed with great weather. We're at a great spot in the schedule. You know, the weather turns here in early September, it gets a little bit cooler, a little bit drier. And so we, we're going to have another fantastic event. Nick, and just lastly, though, if you haven't played in a pro-am, it is like you said, bucket list folks, bucket list, check this box because there's no other sport that you're going to get an opportunity to spend four or five hours with one of the top players in the game and hang out with them, watch them play, walk the fairways, the, the entire thing. It's a great experience. And I, we had a bunch of pro-am partners, uh, including our charities. We give them a pro-am and spot and they, they, you know, it's a great way to spend four or five hours with an important client, with a business associate, with, if you're a charity, with somebody you're trying to fundraise for. And I, I had so many people come back to me and say, yeah, we're going to get two programs next year because in addition to it be a lot of fun and the money going to charity, it's also a good business development opportunity if you're a company, if you're a professional services firm, and you want to spend time with people who are important in your world, go on a golf course for five hours, play with Ernie Els or David Duvall in great weather and have a good time and see if you could close that deal. Danny, that's one of the things that I just, we keep going back and talk about golf as a societal powerhouse. This sort of thing, the, the monies that it raises, the way that, you know, Nick's referring to it, you don't have a pickup, you know, basketball game or let's have a flag football game. It it's all goes back to golf. And I somehow got so lucky to be involved. Now, Nick J said he will pay me. I will donate that back to the charity so that he and I can play together. Is there a chance that that could happen? That is done. I think Jay is, has been very gracious. He's doing three days of pro amps, Tuesday, awesome. Wednesday, and Thursday. And so, one of those days you'll be in there. I think Thursday's the official, Danny. That's when we tried out our celebs like you. So yeah, right. We might have to put you in the Thursday program. Although Jay's a hot ticket for that Thursday pro am. I know there's he gets requ- believe it or not. I know it's hard to believe he gets requested in the pro ams. I'm lot one of, of them. Locals. Yeah. Well, you're. We'll slot you in there. Uh, I might have to slip myself into that. Although I get nervous around Jay. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want him to see my swing a day before teeing off. We got to go back to the very first inaugural shot. I mean, I I can't. I it's such well, an emotional. Well, set it up too, Jay, because you're from North County and you were you were toting bags at, at Norwood when you were a kid, and now all of a sudden you get the ceremonial first shot. Right, and here's what this Not guy ceremonial does. though. That's he, right. He gets he. I am paired with Corey, the first shot. Corey Pavin and Steve Pate. And I've got my children there, and I'm playing. I never thought I'd ever but, get. But to- tell them who Corey and Steve are. So Corey, Corey Pavin, and Steve Pate. Corey Pavin, U.S. 1995 U.S. Uh, Open champion. Steve Pate, two-time Ryder Cup uh, player. All all former teammates of mine at UCLA. And so we are in the first group, and I am hitting the first shot of this phenomenal event that I get to be involved in. I Knee see shaking Nick. a little bit. Oh my, shaking is not even, I'm thinking my ball's not going to stay up on the tee, you know? And I look over <laughs> at Nick and I'm like, I can't you know, Jay, Nick, I'm co- going to start it crying. It wasn't a coincidence that A, you were playing with Pater and Pavin, and B, you were hitting the first shot, you know? And the tour was very gracious. And I said, it would be, it would mean a lot to us to have you. You were at our press conference. You've been a brand ambassador. You've been an unofficial brand ambassador. And the only thing I remember about that whole week was going out there to watch you. And I was shaken and I couldn't look you in the eyes. I was choking up. I saw you were welling up, just the, the spirit of it. And you just piped it. And after you hit that shot, uh, my wife, Tan, was there. And I looked at it and I said, this will be a good week. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Hey, Nick, thanks for everything you do for St. Louis and the Ascension Charity Classic. And uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a great summer. Thank you both. That's Nick Ragone. And our thanks to him coming up. What's Jay's preparation? 
for this year's event. He's in the field. What's it been like? That's next. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, presented by Darty Business Solutions. This has been the Back Nine, presented by Pro-Am Golf. We'll make the turn into the clubhouse and head into the 19th hole. That's next on Golf with Jay Delsing. Hey, St. Louis, Delsing here. Call Redbird Heating and Cooling or visit them on the web at redbirdhvac.com to become part of their team. They offer great pay and the opportunity to become a licensed HVAC specialist while you work for them. This is a fantastic opportunity to earn a great wage. Don't wait. Call them today. 314-320-9507. That's 314-320-9507. Redbird Heating and Cooling. Hey, this is Jay Delsing for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. SSM Health Physical Therapy has the Titleist Performance Institute trained physical therapist that can perform the TPI screening on you as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. Proper posture, alignment, etc. can help you keep your game right down the middle. We have 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. Hi, this is Nick Ragone from the Ascension Charity Classic. And you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. Delsing here, and since 1975, Tom DeGrand and his children have founded and run the top golf store in all of St. Louis. It's located on South Brentwood. The DeGrands and Pro-Am Golf Centers have been helping all of St. Louis play better golf through better equipment, lessons on the indoor simulators, and by getting you fitted using the state-of-the-art technology. Call 314-647-8054 and set up your personal fitting with CJ. He's the best, and he will help you find the right equipment that's perfect for your game. For nearly 50 years, St. Louis has trusted their games to Pro-Am Golf. Don't you think it's time to take your game to the next level? Call 314-647-8054 or visit them on the web at ProAmGolfUSA.com. It's Pro-Am Golf. This is Golf with Jay Delsing, and let's head to the 19th hole. Golf with Jay Delsing presented by Darty Business Solutions. We move to the 19th hole. Great visit there with Nick Ragone, and our thanks to Nick for stopping on in. You know, Danny, think about this. We, this is such a charity classic. It's almost like a movie or a book in, in itself. We, we try to do this thing during COVID. It shuts us down the first year, and these guys dig into their pockets. $225,000 to our partners it's never been done before and now they're just looking for more ways to raise more money uh, make the north county area which needs our help so much better and stay keep st louis relevant in the golf scene it's awesome i thought his comments on tiger were fascinating i about fell out of my chair when he said that tiger essentially has committed to playing on the champions tour you can use a cart 
Obviously, walking is an issue with him. He can still hit it a mile. You know, he made the cut at the Masters with one leg, basically. But imagine the Tiger effect and what it might be on the Champions Tour. Danny, start hiring more security right now. I mean, Norwood will be blown up. I think about the the people, the attention, the uh, and you know Tiger. He hasn't beat anybody in a long time. You know that's a guy that thrives on that stuff. He might want to come out on the Champions Tour and just go for, go for a clean slate and win every event. He he would dominate. I think right now if he was there and it's you know not that far away, you're talking about domination by Tiger Woods, like maybe we've never seen before. Yeah. I mean, I don't know internal drive would be to do it, but I mean. I think he'd I think he'd love it. And he just moved the needle too. I mean, there'd be so many fans. We saw that at Bell Reeve. There'd be so many fans that maybe have never gotten a glimpse in person to watch him. They've just seen him on TV and to say, like a bucket list thing, I saw that guy play. I got to see him swing the club. And that's what moving the needle is all about. You know, Danny, we get, you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty five thousand fans out there now. And, and that's one of the larger, if not the largest, crowd on the Champions Tour here in St. Louis. We, we'd have 100,000 people out there. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Oh, I mean, it'd be amazing. I mean, we'd be bussing people in and we'd be airlifting people in. Oh, it, it would blow the thing sideways. What I love about the Champions Tour, and Nick mentioned this, it's fan-friendly. So you've got some of the biggest names in golf, certainly locally and nationally. You're a huge name, especially locally. I mean, people know all about Jay Delsing. And you guys are signing autographs. You're taking pictures. The pro-ams are always packed. That's the really cool part about a Champions Tour event. No doubt, Danny. One, one of my buddies said, I turned the corner and ran right into Ernie Els. I, oh, yeah, I said, he's a big man. He goes, yeah, he nearly flattened me. You know, and he said, oh, sorry, you know, mate. And and uh, But, but I mean, that's that's kind of the way it is. It's, a, it's laid back. There's great access. And the guys are chill. They, you know, this isn't like the, the regular tour. And it's still serious. Golf. Oh, there's still the, intensity there, no yeah, doubt about it. the guys definitely can play. You'll see great, great golf, great shot making, lots of good golf. It's just not the same. It's a, ratcheted down a couple levels for sure. How about your preparation? And I always say this, Jay Delsing grew up toting bags around Norwood Hills, grew up in North County. Now you're playing on your home course. What's your preparation like right now? And I know your body's feeling pretty good. Yeah. You know, Danny, I, I had this weird kind of occurrence. I had my a total knee done. Uh, it'll be three years in November, and I, the last couple of years, I've just struggled with losing distance, and I, I could still hit it, but I, I was losing distance, so if a, a normal six iron would go 190 yards for me, it, my six iron wouldn't even go in 180 yards, and so by the time I got to 200, I'm thinking, what kind of wood do I, you know, because I'm running out of irons, well, Miraculously and gratefully, this spring, and we played together, my right knee has finally kicked in, and I've picked up all the yardage that I lost with that, and maybe some. I mean, I'm back to hitting a 190-yard six-iron, and my four iron goes 215 yards again and and so i'm i'm back playing the tips at norwood loving it and uh it's been fun my driver is still is 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 popping out there a few extra yards so it's been a lot of fun wrap it up with this do you let it get into your mind at all and it did it happen at any point in time over 30 years on the pga tour and other professional events where you say man if i could just be in contention on that final day what would it be like absolutely i mean danny all of us want to be 
crazy nervous playing golf because it means you're really in a good spot. And to just be able to, to be in the mix on Sunday on that back nine and be nervous and have your, your heart racing, the blood pumping and be, doing it in front of, you know, family and friends and, and Norwood Hills members it would mean everything to me. So I'm trying to do that mental prep to try to get myself comfortable because the hardest thing for me will be the lack of tournament play. You know, you just need to build up a little. So I'm going to look into maybe playing a couple events before and try to get ready. I'm going to give it my all. I have no idea what's going to come out, but I'm excited to try. Seeing you play, man. I've, I've got some money on you, so it's a good thing. Save your money, folks. I don't know about it. <laughs> That's Jay Delcy. I'm Dan McLaughlin. Again, our thanks to Nick Ragone as we end the show. Hit him straight, St. Louis. <laughs>